with Ryan Reese from Southern California. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Sean, I am very excited about the show. I've been more pumped about the radio show this last week than ever before because literally we've been having such sick guests come on the show from all different walks of life, um, a lot of different topics. You know, we've been talking about uh, the transgender movement, the revolution of what's hit, happening in culture, um, New Age. Right. We had Steven on about the New Age, and um, which is also huge. You know, that's that's a lot of people are into the whole New Age movement. And as you look at the things that are going on in culture, it's Satan packaged things different ways for different people, just different strokes for different folks. Right. And then um, we've even had uh, Brent on about the whole, like, you know, statistics and stuff that are going on with, with, with technology. And, you know, when you listen to different Christian radio shows, people aren't really digging into the stuff. It's like almost like it's like taboo, like they don't want to talk about it. Right. But we got to continue to address these issues because yeah. you have kids. Yeah. I have kids. For sure. And I think that that's what's been amazing about this this platform from the beginning of the show. Like, we didn't really know what we were doing. Like, when we started this, this opportunity that mm-hmm. was there. But now we're seeing, like, the feedback, like you're talking about. And no doubt, like, because of t- technology and social media and all of these different avenues, we need to be able to stir up the conversation on these different outlets because there are so many things that are being fed to you from the world from a lot of different uh, points of view. And it's great to have people be able to like articulate and, you know, have a voice that they be able to pour into the people that are listening to the show. And we're hearing a lot of great feedback. So it's been great. And you know, speaking of feedback, I want people to actually email us. I want them to send us stuff of stuff that they hear through their networks of people that we can look into and do a little bit of research. You can email us at Ryan at the, what is it? It's uh Ryan. info at yeah. Ryan For instance, um, I was on YouTube last night and there's this guy, YouTuber, his name's called Jason a, and he does these updates about things that are happening in culture. And, um, there was this one about this, uh, magician, not a magician. He's an illusionist, right? It's this new Netflix series that everyone's going crazy over. And this guy, Jason A. posted it, and it's called uh, Darren Brown Miracles, Faith or Fiction. So, I, you know, I went into – I don't just believe everything that people post on, on social media right. or YouTube or anything, right? I mean, we shouldn't do that. We need to test the spirits. We need to – You need to be discerning. Discerning. Yeah. We need to do the homework ourselves. because there's a lot of fake stuff that happens. Not, I'm not talking about this guy. I'm talking about now, Jason A. I'm talking about just – on the internet there is fake stuff and people just are so stupid that they see it yeah. and they believe it it's like oh my gosh unicorns are real i saw it on youtube and they just want to clickbait is what they call it and they're just trying to gain followers and stuff like that and yeah. a lot of people fall for it yeah so for me and you and hopefully smart people that are out there that do the same thing they basically look and do it they do their homework themselves they don't just read about it they they, they look so i went on netflix last night I turned on this video and i started watching it and it was so interesting is that this guy, he basically, uh, you know, he, he does an illusionist stuff. But then what happens is like maybe after about 10 or 15 minutes into the show, he says, now the rest of the show, I'm going to start doing miracles. And don't quote me exactly word for word what he said. But basically, he says, I want the te- the terminology I'm going to use is basically you've heard it from the evangelistic 
group of Christianity. And he says, this is inspired by, I've seen this pastor on television and he would do miracles for money, which I hit the stance that this guy has about miracles for money. I agree with him. I'm not about people using God's name to do, to pray for people. And if people get healed to make money out of it, I am against that as well. Right. So I stand with this guy on that point. But then what he does is he basically goes into this uh, point of the show where he try he basically um what does he do he hypnotizes people he hypnotizes people and then he starts doing these miracles I don't know how these miracles are done if it's through being hypnotized or if there's like demonic stuff happening or what because I don't know Satan works in different ways right. but whatever it was it was not the Holy Ghost and this guy basically is like I am praying to the Lord and the Holy ghost is going to manifest and I'm going to heal people and people start getting healed and people that can't read without glasses, take off their glasses. And then they start reading and he starts going through all this different stuff. And I'm going to give people the anointing to heal people. And then the guy, like one of the guy, like, uh, uh, what is he called? Levitates in the air. And then he lands on the ground and he's in the shape of Jesus Christ, like on the cross and mm. all this blasphemous stuff. People are speaking in tongues and then they're translating and, Girls are eating glass, and it's just, it's pretty wild stuff. And I just wanted to bring attention to it because we always go back to the Bible. Right. And again, I don't know how all this stuff works, but I know it's not, I know it's not the Holy Ghost. I know it's not the Lord Jesus Christ. And at the end of the guy's show, he actually says, this is not the Holy Spirit working. This is not the Lord God working this is the power that's in us. Mm. And basically it's all blasphemy of the Holy spirit. And there's a couple things that I want to address. And then we'll talk about what it says okay. in the Bible. But the verse that came to me during this time was that it says in the last days that even the elect will be deceived. And this is talking about the time uh, when the antichrist is here. And, right. and, and in the new Testament it talks about, you know, the antichrist spirit you know, not not everyone's the antichrist. Obviously, there is one antichrist, but anyone that is against Christ is that has the antichrist spirit. spirit. So, what I believe is that, um, you know, it says in the last days that even the elect will be deceived because the antichrist, when he arises, he will be doing signs and wonders. He will be healing people. He'll be calling fire from heaven. He will do all kinds of stuff. The Bible doesn't say exactly what he'll be doing. It names a few things, but. I believe it's um, what's it called? It's uh, not not training. It's um, unconditioning. It's conditioning and desensitizing ourselves to what is going to happen in the last days. Yep, no, I, I agree, and I think on a lot of these things, we're seeing that in our culture today on various issues that it's conditioning. It's not even so much right now, mm -hmm. but it's just in the weeks, months, and years to come. Um, it, there are m multiple things on sexual orientation that has already kind of conditioned people You just read my mind. <laughs> you know, it's the yeah. same, same thing. There's, there's crazy articles that are coming out, mm -hmm. and it's trying to normalize things. So as time goes on, well, that's just the way it ends. And then the next generation after us, um, they're going to have be more conditioned to um, just fall for all of these things. This thing that you're bringing up right now, and Wait, I think before go you go on that though, because yeah. before I, we dive into that whole thing, I don't want to forget this thing. When you're talking about uh, sexual orientation, right? Remember in like nine, when was it? Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Do you remember when Marilyn Manson came out on the front cover of Rolling Stone, and he had breast 
and yes. then he had no gender. Yeah. Remember that was the cover. That was before the whole uh, um, gender the- revolution, all that. But mm-hmm. think that was that stuff didn't even exist. That came out, and that almost. I'm not saying it did, but it almost was the beginning of yeah. seeing a non-gender person in the mainstream. Now, Marilyn Manson, when you talk, he's not a non-gender guy. He's a guy. He likes girls and Mm -hmm. the whole thing. But he was doing something that was extreme, that was pushing the limits at that time, which was, remember when you, I remember seeing, I wasn't even a Christian. I saw that cover and I was just like, whoa, that is trippy. Right. And it was totally like non-gender, half man, half woman. Mm. But that was the beginning of us seeing that desensitizing us to what would be coming now, which is the norm in Schools. Oh, yeah. There's a 16 year old student at, at NIM High School that had a breast job Heard and he was that. a boy. I mean, that was the front cover of Rolling yeah. Stones magazine 18 years ago. Yeah, no, just this last year, things have gone so fast. You know, put aside the last 10 years, yeah. the last year. And so as we go forward, we're going to see things moving at a fast, rapid pace. Mm. And we do need to have discernment, right? Um, Media is just infiltrated everything. So you are going to need to be able to filter out what is true, what is factual, what is their agenda trying to condition you on multiple different things. you got to have discernment in the days we're living in today. So with that said, uh, back to this whole illusionist Mm -hmm. thing. I'm not an illusionist. I don't know. But the stuff that I saw was very blasphemy, a lot of blasphemy, hypnotized. And let's just hit on the hypnotism really quick yeah. because we never talk about being hypnotized. Right. What does the Bible say about, you know, because when you're hypnotized, you basically have to like kind of like empty yourself. Mm-hmm. You you don't, you're, <laughs> what, what do they do when they hypnotize you? They basically have you count backwards and you kind of go into a, an like altered a state. It's almost like a spell. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's like an emptying yourselves out. You know what also mirrors that as well is like some of the Buddhism and that kind of new age kind of new um, age religion. Well, yep. And that's why like being in this pose, you're like you're emptying yourself out. But you're right. Like the Bible doesn't teach that. You know, one thing in the in big negativity that it says uh, in the Bible, it says, think of a man that's been changed and transformed and then, you know, the demons, that they go away for a little bit. And then when they come and they see that the house is empty, it's, it's all empty. cleaned out, they come for like a home again. Y- yes, you want to be cleansed and washed, but you want that inside to be filled with the Lord. The because Spirit. the enemy is going to want to take in and take residence of your life. You and do, so you open yeah. yourself up. There are open doors. Mm-hmm. It's open doors of deception. And then the mix of all of this, like you said, not completely sure what it all is. Is it um, the demonic realm? Is it a little of psycho, um, um, psychology and mind control stuff and mass hysteria? A mix of all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely controlling the crown. And the thing that I walk away from those things more than anything, not the person per se, not the, uh, the illusionist or whatever, I think about the crowd. Yeah, because the crowd the ones that are affected. is moved yeah. by so much emotion. So yes. So what does the Bible say about this? It says to meditate on the word day and night. Yep. It doesn't say to meditate and to lose your thoughts and to empty yourself and think of nothing. It actually says the complete opposite. Meditate on the word day and night. And then what's that? What's that other verse about bringing your mind? Uh, bring every thought into subjection to the obedience of Christ. It's bringing like, it, bringing it yeah. all, bringing it 
in to subjection of Christ, not forgetting about everything mm-hmm. and opening yourself. No, for, yeah, for sure, because the the enemy wants to play games with your mind. We're looking, living in a world today that people, man, it, are so sedated, too. The drug epidemic and everything, mm-hmm. throw that into the mix, mm-hmm. you know, and then you see stuff like this. Your whole mind and everything gets twisted, and the enemy wants to bring confusion. I, I want to hit on something you said just a, a couple minutes ago, because you're right. When you're talking about the last days, and one of the things that the Antichrist will do is deception. It says it clearly. It says that when the, the church is taken out of the way, the Antichrist is going to reveal himself. And how is he going to be able to have control over people? They're going to be like, man, this guy's powerful. Mm-hmm. This guy can do like wonders. He can do signs. And if people are just moved by that, they can be open for deception. They'll be like, man, this guy is the real deal. Because what the Bible says about the Antichrist, he is going to be the greatest speaker. He's going to speak so eloquently. He's going to be able to um, fix um, political um, stuff through uh, governments of an issue, religion stuff, all this stuff. He's going to be preaching that he has all these answers, and he's going to start making things happen. And let me me show what it says. It says, the coming of the lawless one is according to the workings of Satan, with power, signs, lying wonders, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Um, that's 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. That's total breakdown of the Antichrist using unrighteous deception mm-hmm. by lying signs and wonders. And, you know, I was just thinking about when I watched this, this whole series or this, this movie. It's not a series. It's a film. People's eyes were just like buying into this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you could see it's almost like you can only imagine when the Antichrist does come and when he does the signs and wonders, calls fire from heaven. Dude, people are going to buy right into it. No, for sure. And and it says even that the elect would be deceived. The elect is some of the I mean, if you're not rooted and grounded, if you're a Christian, you gave your life to God. But if you don't know the Bible and you don't know what the Bible says, you will be deceived. Yeah. One hundred. That's what the Bible says. You have to know. The Bible. So let's talk a little bit more about about these things. Um, so, some verses that come to mind is when we're talking about illusion and signs and wonders and the work of the enemy. We think we go all the way old school back to uh, to um, what is it? Exodus. Exodus. Yeah. When um, t- let's talk about the story when it was actually Moses. Mm-hmm. Uh, God told Moses to go in with Aaron and pull his people out of Egypt, out of slavery. And he says, I, God says, I will give you the signs and wonders to go prove. Yeah. So what he does is goes and sits in front of the Pharaoh and he basically um, tells him to let him go. And he makes a staff, a staff snake. And then the Egyptians, which they were sorcerers, they were into witchcraft. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, Satanism or witchcraft was developed was in Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. That's where it all came from. So they basically make their staffs turn into snakes. But then Moses sta- stack or snake staff that was a snake went and ate him. And the thing is, Satan could only do uh, he can only uh, replicate what God does. He's not an original. Mm-hmm. He only replicates. And so funny is that I was watching the show and this guy was replicating everything that the that Jesus Christ does, yeah. that God does. And then you go back to uh, even into the New Testament. There was Bar Jonah. Yeah. And he was a magician. Yeah. And what was he doing? Yeah, there's another one too, and the, the, both the Let's one just that go you, through them. the one that you just brought up too is also there's one uh, named Simon the sorcerer, and yeah. he's the one that saw what was taking place uh, in the life of the the apostles. He's like, I want what you got. 
-hmm. I'll give you some money. And, you know, Peter rebukes him, you know, the things of the spirit aren't to be bought with money, you know, because he was a man that was a sorcerer. He was into witchcraft. So he wanted just his new power. What's his new power that you're talking about? And the power was, it was evident. The Holy Spirit was working in the church. People are coming to the Lord. People are getting healed. And this man wants to take the things of the Lord and use it for himself. And the Lord, then Peter rebukes them. And playing games with the things on the spiritual realm is something that we should never do. Um, and people have got off base going down that avenue before. And the Bible does rebuke it. He, he gets put in check and he's humbled for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but we should never play when it comes to the things of, of the spirit. 100%. So you got that one. And then the other one of, uh, what was the other one? It was the Bar, Bar Jonas. Yeah, Bar yeah. Jonas, uh, the same thing as well. Now, this is um, with Paul. Um, there was, this was, a, this was another one too, uh, Elimus. It says, but Elimus, a sorcerer, his name is translated. Um, he was seeking to turn the pro-council away from the faith. Then Saul, who was called by Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked at him intently, and he said this. Look, Paul played no games. This is in Acts chapter 13. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O oh, full of deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? You know what the, he was doing? He was trying to discredit the work of God. He was trying exactly to discredit the, the power of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. drawing the counsel away. And what that was trying to do is the same thing. I mean, I saw some of it as well using scripture i mean he quoted he, psalm 23 yes he did and stuff like and as you go in this history he knows a little bit about the bible right and a lot of times that happens you grow up with the things of the, of the lord and maybe you get bitter something happens in your life and when you reject the things of god you can open yourself up for deception which it looks like obviously is under you know it might be saying like he's trying to discredit all of the spiritual realm but there's no doubt about it um he, does, he remembers scripture, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's definitely anti-things of the Lord. The thing that scared me the most is that he was, uh, when he decided to change the whole show over and say, okay, now for the last part of the show, I'm going to do miracles and signs and wonders and all this stuff. And what he does is he goes, okay, before we go there, he's like, I'm going to heal you. So I want everyone to close their eyes mm -hmm. And I want everyone to picture this great version of you. And then I want you to envision the pulling back. Uh, and he just walked through this whole thing. And he goes, now I want you to picture this other thing. And what he was doing is he was leading them into hip, into hypnotizing. He was he was making them picture these certain things. He was taking their their mind into this you know this altered state to mm -hmm. to get them to where he can do manipulate them and do different things to their body. Now, interesting enough, I was actually, it scares me because I meet with a lot of people that were like former psychics or in the new age or, you know, used to astro travel and they would do the countdown to, to go into these alter astro travel states or different things. So after talking to all my different friends and, and interview guests about these things, when I see something like this, Satan packages things and, and I was watching every word that came out of this guy's mouth. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. He would say the Holy Spirit, but he would say it's not the Holy Spirit of God that did this. It's the power. It's our it's our power hmm. in us. So it's a lot of new age talk. So basically he counts these people down 
to take him to that altered state. And it reminded me of when I was in Australia. I was I was uh, getting driven to this uh, speaking engagement by this girl that was an ex-psychic. And she was an ex-psychic, and she used to tell me uh, when she was uh, getting introduced to becoming a psychic, she, you have to find your spirit guide. A spirit guide is basically can come to you as a old Indian or a shaman, or it could come as Jesus Christ, or they're basically demons. You know, the Bible says that Satan can manifest, manifest himself into an angel of light. So what happened is, she was telling me how to find your spirit guide. And what you have to do is you have to close your eyes and then she'll walk you through the colors. Like you'll start with like uh, purple and then you'll go to blue. She'll say, okay, I want you to look at purple in your mind and then go to blue and then go to whatever is after blue, you know, green and then yellow. And she's walk you through the colors to leading you all the way to white. And she says, now when you get to white, I want you to basically... Now you're at white. Now look for your spirit guide. And mm. as you walk yourself through those colors, it has nothing to do with the colors. You're the, just visualizing. You're basically agreeing. You're opening yourself to the supernatural realm. And that's where the demon or your spirit guide will enter into your life. So it has nothing to do with after they see their spirit guide, he reveals himself. Now you have access to a demon, which looks like a shaman or an old Indian of old or whatever. So then... When you see people telling their future or reading their palms or looking into a crystal ball, mm -hmm. they're not seeing anything in that. What they're hearing is from the spirit guide. It's the demon mm. that's telling them, oh, you know, your ex-boyfriend is cheating on you or your husband's cheating. You know, they're telling the future, but they're hearing that demon voice or they're seeing pictures that the demons are putting into your mind. Just like when you have visions or pictures from the Holy Spirit. See, because Satan mimics everything. Right. So basically, that's what's going on. So now I'm sitting there watching this Netflix special, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, here's all these people. And you see the camera on their face. They're into it. They're closing their eyes. They're picturing these pictures, these thoughts, and then he's walking them through this countdown, which is he's opening the doors. When the Bible says, bring all your thoughts into cap, you know, captive to Christ, meditate on the word of mm -hmm. the God, don't open yourself, and it's very scary Things. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this because sometimes. Oh, and wait. And really quick, because I want you to continue. Yeah. The one thing I just read in the news today about mm -hmm. the show on Fox, on Fox, this is also affecting people that are watching the Netflix series at home that are going through the process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going about to say right now. You know, we, we have talked about these things before because. We have seen people that get involved in like, you know, Ouija boards, they get involved in watching things that are demonic, you know, and opening yourself up and getting curious when it comes to this realm could be very dangerous. It's nothing, that, nothing to play with at all. Um, it's manipulation. There, there's blasphemy that takes place when it comes to the things of the Lord. And you are able to open yourself up to a lot of stuff. Because of the things of media in a lot of ways, I tell people this a lot. You know, sometimes they want to get in a conversation about something that they watched on YouTube or whatever. But when I see what they're talking about and it's off, it's whack. Like I would encourage them not, not to watch it because there was there's like anxiety coming from their, their heart or their mind when they're trying to communicate to me this thing. Because it, the Satan, what he wants to do is to bring confusion and wants you wants you to doubt the Lord. He did that from the Garden of Eden, and he will do that all the way through. That is kind of like the underlining theme that's there. It's trying to discredit the reality, as, as you said, of the work of the Holy Spirit, the work of God, 
And that's something that Satan's always want to do. Whenever God's moving, he's always going to want to quench the work that has taken place in, the, in our lives. Ever since the beginning. Yep. Since the very beginning in Genesis. You know, did God say you couldn't eat this? Yeah. And he's trying to keep you away from something that's good for you. Yeah. And that the whole thing of the garden is the same thing that the enemy has done to so many people's lives. Um, and we're seeing it definitely in our culture. Um, we're seeing people that are getting their minds infiltrated by so much information, uh, so many things that are just like jacking them up. And, you know, people are battling with anxiety now more than ever. People are battling with bipolar, being bipolar and various things because they're being, your Kill the Noise tour of the high schools, I believe is a perfect name, but it's not just for high school students and you would it's agree. everybody. It's us. You've talked about it yourself. Like you have to unplug at times in life because there's so much going on and I need to just be at rest and be at peace. How can you hear what God has to say to you or even... Um, think about life issues when you're constantly connected. Yeah, your your mind's always distracted with something. You know, like sometimes when we you just like when you kill the noise, you disconnect. You actually could hear yourself thinking, mm. but most of the time, there's a lot of we're just hanging out and you're thinking about work, and also you get on your device, you start looking at your device, and you're always constantly bombarded with information. Yeah. And you can't hear the voice yeah. of God. You can't hear your even yourself think. And I think that is what the enemy wants. He wants to distract us. You've said it before. He is the something of distractions. King of the distractions. King of distractions. Yeah. Like and that's where it's at. I mean, and I'm guilty myself over we all times. Are, all of you us. know, sometimes you just get caught up in your phone and it's you know, your your dad has said it to us all the time too, because uh, before you know it, you take this phone call, you got this email, you mm -hmm. look at this social media thing, and before you know it, time has gone by. It's gone. You can't even you can never get it back. Time for sure. And you know, and he, we we posted that one um I think I think we did it on the Who Stories recently, but it said that uh, students, middle school and high school, average screen time now is 10 hours a day. That's nuts. 10 hours a day. So wait, how, how many hours are you up? You sleep eight? Uh, it depends how, let's say I wake up early. Six, so yeah. let's say I wake up like five, five in the morning, sleep at like 10, 11. Yeah, I don't know, about 13 hours. Uh, 10 four, hours four, a day, that's yeah. three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. And then you wonder why there's there, you know, the statistics are, are so outrageous right now. I mean, I got to I know we're going to be going to break in a couple of minutes, but I'm going to drop these uh, these statistics of what's going on with youth, youth as we've been talking about these these staggering numbers. We just posted this on the Who service it says in the next 24 hours in the U.S., there'll be fourteen hundred thirty nine teens will attempt suicide. There'll be twenty seven hundred ninety five teenage girls will become pregnant then there's 15,006 teens will use drugs for the first time. 3,506 teens will run away and two adolescents will be murdered. Oh, man. It is wild. But this is why we got to keep preaching the gospel. We got to keep loving people. We can't just talk about and bring awareness. Yeah. We have to do something. It's like people are like, well, I'm doing a nonprofit to bring awareness to human trafficking. Well, everyone knows there's human trafficking. Go out and do something. I'm tired of people bringing awareness. 
We are educating you. We're bringing awareness, but we are out in the schools doing it. We need more Christians to rise up and be about it. Be doers of the word of God, not just hearers. Be doers. And we need to be doers about what we say. We can't just be bringing awareness. That changes nothing, right. honestly. No, no. no. You got to put, you gotta put your, um, your faith into action. And, you know, the whole thing with the high school tours, the Kill the Noise tour, like this year, you, I know you want to go to so many more schools, and people have to catch the vision. We need to go to 150. Right. <laughs> you need to catch the vision, invite them, invite the whosoever's to um, your location, and just see what God does. Yes, 100%. And the way you could book it is go to info at the whosoevers.com. Uh, is that right? No. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's an email. Actually, just go to the whosoevers.com, the whosoevers.com. Email us. We want to hit the public middle schools, the public high schools. We, at, we actually have been going to some of the Christian schools as well because the Christian kids need it just as much um, because, you know, it's, it's a tough time that we're living. There's a lot of noise and distractions. We want to come down there. We want to give the gospel. We come in through the Christian club that's on campus. We give the gospel. Kids get saved. We give them a Bible. We plug them back into your local Christian club. We partner with the churches to get in, and we work with them. And we're seeing revival break out with the middle schools and high school students. Kids are getting saved. They're coming out of transgender. They're coming out of binary queer. They're coming out of drugs and alcohol. They're coming out of suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety. I mean, Everything that eating disorders, cutting. I mean, there's so many things that are happening, and we are seeing kids coming out of it, transform, and going out and reaching the community and the kids in their school. So we're going to be back in two minutes right after the break. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Everything all right? Call now. 1-888-564-6173 or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. Loud noises! We are back, and we were just talking about this new Netflix series um, that a lot of you guys have probably seen. Um, it is called Darren Brown Miracles and Faith or Fiction. Well, did, did you talk about it earlier in the show that he was actually a, a Christian at one point? Yeah. He was a Christian. Yeah. He, and then I think he was actually. I, he was, I think he was brought up Roman Catholic okay. and then that didn't follow through. Something happened and then he turned into a committed Christian mm -hmm. uh, for a while and then I guess going to school or whatever he lost his faith mm -hmm. he started not believing um, now I know he is a, he, he's a homosexual as well now and he has just drifted away from the things of God and got into he's an atheist you know so secular humanism which is huge in our culture today it's permeated all through the school system um, and that's what it basically does it's doubting the existence of God and so now that platform you know, now he's using it to communicate because he has skills probably as a, magi a magician and different stuff. And there's a lot of people that 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 is their profession. That's what yeah. they do, you know, from totally. the David Blaine's and all these guys and guys of old. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they reveal what, how they do things. But there's no doubt about it that some of the things like you could just watch and be like, yeah. that's a little sketchy, a little yeah, eerie, right? 100 percent. And, you know, this, this show's not about that. We don't like him and hate no. him. we don't we love we love people. We're just bringing exposure so you won't be deceived 
on what's happening because the whole thing is to discredit. It's blasphemous, number one. Yeah. So I'm not stoked on that, obviously. Right. Um, and it's to discredit what God really does with people. Yeah. And how God heals people through the work of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. People, you know, people get healed. So that the whole thing is to discredit that thing. And and it is trending. And, and we, like we were saying earlier in the show, it's like if you don't read the Bible, you know, then you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what's true or what's not true. Right. So we must continue to read the Bible daily or, you know, as much as you possibly can, as much as you possibly can. I understand that it gets sketchy sometimes, yeah. you know, time gets tough, you know, with kids and work and all that. But you got to know, you got to know what you believe. Yeah, because, you know, because you will be deceived. As we're talking about this, that's why we wanted to bring up those couple illustrations through the Bible. You know, you brought up. Uh, with Pharaoh and, and Exodus and the magicians that were there that were basically mimicking uh, the things of the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, you see it through the couple of instances we told you in the book of Acts. There's another one in the book of Acts because you on the, the other side of the break were talking about how people that use like the, the fortune telling and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like there's a demonic realm to it, no doubt, right? Um, there was a fortune teller woman that we see a young girl in Acts chapter 16 and same thing with Paul. What is he doing? What's the spirit through her, the demonic spirit through her doing? Oh, she's like, come and listen to the, the Paul who wants to talk to you about the, 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 the high God. And what she is doing is that she is mocking the things of God. And Paul turns around and says, you know, cast the demon out of her just by a word, and she's in her right mind. This woman, for many years, was being used for this fortune-telling gift that was demonically empowered. Guys were making money off of her, um, and then they got Paul thrown into prison and jail. This was something that the church dealt with in the early times of the church, and we're going to see this stuff more. We're going to see the, the demonic realm is hitting so many platforms and we have said this earlier, too, is like what the enemy wants to do. He one of the greatest tactics that he has done is that making people believe he doesn't exist. Yes, that he doesn't exist. And you see that in the school systems. I remember going to college a couple of times when I tried to go back. And, you know, you have to study psychology and sociology for many degrees. And so I remember studying psychology. And when you're there, when you're younger, you it sounds appealing to you a little bit it's breaking down behavior and so you'll be able to say okay i see that i can see that your smell you know it equates with this and that these thoughts blah 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 but um and then but eventually for me even when i wasn't walking with god and i was a party guy at that time still but what it does is like it basically puts you on the same level as the animal kingdom i remember this teacher in particular was talking about like like the sexual our sexual drive and stuff like that like it's not right it's you we are not meant to be abstinent we're not meant to be basically almost with one person like it's this drive that's mm -hmm. there and i'm like dude that's a last thing you should be telling like 18 year old kids like in college right um but this kind of mentality um gets into so many things and that's just like the tip of it then you're open to evolution or the big bang theory or that um the world is eternal it's always been here but it doesn't necessarily need a creator and so you start opening your mind and your heart to all these things and what is the goal they might not say what the goal is 
but there is definitely an underlining theme that's trying to discredit the reality of God. And that's why there are some people that grow up in the ways of the Lord, but maybe they don't have a solid foundation, and they go to these school systems that's spoon-feeding them daily, daily things that are against their faith. And that's why, dude, we uh, as individuals need to be able to stand upon God's truth. Man, it's, it's legit. It's real. Mm -hmm. um, and, and don't let people discourage you or intimidate you with different views. They can have their views, and you can't change their views. But you should be able to know how you can communicate your faith, very rational. It's a reasonable faith. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I encourage people to grow. You got to grow in knowledge. You got to grow in the things of God. You got to sharpen yourself. You have to because we are living in very interesting times where, where they're pushing all kinds of crazy stuff. We're going to talk about pedophilia right now. Yeah. Um, so recently there was a, uh, a video that came out. It was, uh, it was actually in the news, but it was a TED Talk. And it was a girl talking about pedophilia, addressing pedophilia. Yeah. Because, you know, this whole sexual trends with sexual identity and transgender revolution and the LGBTEQ or whatever, you know, Z, right. whatever it is now, they keep adding things. Now they are trying to bring pedophilia into the LGBT mm. community. Yeah. And the TED Talk, uh, basically this girl was saying, you know, there's pedophilia – and then there's sexual offenders. So you could be a pedophile, which is like, okay, you're okay. If you're a pedophile, it's okay. You're just, you're born this way. You're born this way. That means you like to have sex with children. Hmm. It's okay. You're a pedof pedophile. That's what this girl is trying to yeah, convey. That's yeah. what, that's what the girl's saying. You're a pedophile. Well, maybe you're just, you're born this way and that's okay. As long as you don't ever act out on it. So, if you're a pedophile, you're okay. That's what she's trying to say. Mm -hmm. So only you're only it's only bad is if you act out on it. So being a pedophile, liking mm -hmm. to have sex with little kids, mm -hmm. is okay mm -hmm. in your mind and everything. But you just can't act out on it. So they want to include you into the L they want to include it into the LGBT community. Right. Crazy. Is that crazy? No. Like they're they're giving a green light. They like it's you gotta understand it's all about the mind with Satan. It's all about the mind. So someone that's having thoughts about being a pedophile or be, yeah, pedophile, then they hear this, oh, well, I was just born this way. When no, that is not okay. Mm -hmm. This is disgusting. This is like perver this is like the worst thing. This is like horrible to even like even like be thinking about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then I get a link from you this morning mm -hmm. about the comedian. Yeah, remember his whole yeah. agenda? Horrible. So what was it? Let's 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 uh, kind of basically this do the basic. This version. guy was <laughs> yeah yeah he was basically breaking down that like you know if you're a murderer, um, people have more. I'm gonna paraphrase it. They have more grace on murderers than they do people that are pedophiles. Like if you murdered somebody, you can actually be okay. You know, and he's going through a tough time in his life. Maybe he didn't have enough sleep. You know, and he, he's kind of like joking. He's a comedy, and this is something that should not be being joked around. There's so many people have been impacted by this. But then he start, starts to give it as okay. Murders can be almost forgiven, and people have grace on that. But if you um, are a pedophile. 
oh man, you're like wiped out. And so what his thing was, was like he was hoping that they could take down the level of scrutiny against people that have the pedophile thing. That's what he was alluding to. And that is gnarly. The other stuff he said, I won't even repeat yeah, what yeah, he said. But that's basically the premise, and it's the same premise that you're talking about with that girl. And it's interesting that that video that, that we both saw, this video we both saw, all circulated this last week. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just surfacing. And we were talking about this earlier in the show. This is why you got to be careful. They People want to normalize things. The way that that girl is speaking, she talks very, very eloquent. Mm-hmm. Um, she is saying that you know people are born this way mm-hmm. and we need to have compassion on them. They're not able to fulfill these desires. Imagine if you had desi- you have desires for a, a wife or you have desires for a husband if you're a woman and you have those desires and you want to fulfill that. What if somebody what if you weren't able to fulfill those desires? Like okay. Now they have these desires. Oh, and this is just how they were born. This is how they were created. They didn't choose this. Born so, this way. Yeah. And this is so crazy for anybody to be talking. The stuff that that other comedian said was just And, and so it's always horrible. the people that don't have kids, too. Right. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, no. wait, wait till they have kids and they 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 they're in that mindset and then let's see them do a presentation N- about now, this. Now with this as well. Isn't it interesting? Look at our world today. Um, also, for the last few months, we have been seeing it in Hollywood. We've been seeing it in many different platforms. Actors, producers, yep. people that are famous were are being dimed out that they were molested by this particular person. Mm-hmm. Um, and this pedophile ring, there's famous actors. Corey Feldman has been on a big thing talking about the reality of pedophiles that are out there. His good friend, Corey Haim, who was a very famous actor growing up in the 80s, who got really heavily addicted into drug addiction, heroin addiction, and overdose, died at a young age. Uh, a lot. He kind of alluded to that the things that happened to him as a kid, he tried to drown out all of that stuff by his drug addiction. And let make no doubt about it, being a pedophile is against the things of the Lord. It's nothing to play with. It's, it is demonic. That God, God created sex between a man and a wife in a marriage. And whenever you deviate from what God has created, you will open yourself up for so much deception. Um, we've heard people talk about it, Ryan. I've heard people years ago say, you know, it's just a matter of time when you start opening up the boundaries of sexual or- orientation from this gender now to this, now to this, it's going to just be anything goes. And there's not going to be any morality on any platform. Jesus says this, if you want to mess with his children. He says, but if you cause one of my little children's who trust me to fall into sin, hmm. it would be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the deepest part of the ocean. Hmm. Basically, what he's saying is, you know, if you if you cause one of them, if you lead them into a path of unrighteousness or what's a better word, uh, you know, into a life of uh, not following God or introduce them to, yeah. to gnarly stuff, it's better for you to cast a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the deepest part of the ocean. Hmm. So imagine trying to come at a kid and to sleep with a kid. Yeah. Do not play with the children. Hmm. God will not 
tolerate. You may get away with it now, but God will not tolerate it. I mean, it's it's just it's just crazy that we're even talking about this right now. No, and, and because yeah. like we're really having a conversation that this is actually trending. Yeah, and there there is an appetite for it out there. There is a, a crazy world out there that um, will eat this stuff up. That are if you're into this stuff, and we cannot justify it. I have friends. You have friends back in the day that were molested when they were, were young kids and it radically impacted their lives. They suppress it for a while, but eventually it comes out, you deal with it, and it's a hard thing. This stuff ruins lives. And so to open up any kind of dialogue that this is an orientation and a preference and it's something that we need to consider, no way. Like, we cannot be quiet. We cannot be silent. We need to be able to, we got to pray for this nation because these things are going really, really quick. Mm -hmm. um, and I know my heart has been turning over the last couple months and I, more so in these last couple weeks because it seems like we're just being so much inundated with this stuff. And because of we've been saying about the social media and all the kind of stuff, man, there's so many good things that come from this communication. But also, the enemy wants to take it and use it for destruction. So, instead of bringing awareness about it, mm -hmm. which we have, what can we do about it? Well, as I would say, number one, never justify the, the, uh, the child thing, you know? That's a serious thing. Understand, it is nothing to play with. And if somebody has been molested, you do need to call the authorities. You do need to call cops and, and take care of that. Nobody should be violated in that, that area. You are precious in the sight of God. Mm -hmm. um, and, and God has created you. Do not let people manipulate you. Don't let them beat you down or condemn you. And don't let Satan condemn you. God, if this has happened to you, God cleanses you and washes you. Uh, and, you know, for somebody that has gone down this road, you also need to deal with it. You, you do need to face the music, God, acknowledge to God, allow God to cleanse you, wash you, heal you, but also do what is right before the law as well when it comes 100%. to that. 100%. And if this is you and you've been through that, call the cops. Yeah. Don't let fear call the cops. Yeah. And you're not alone and you will get help. You know, what is that one? uh that one quote, evil prevails because good people do nothing. Dude, I've heard that a lot as well, too. I, I love that. It's true. We have to do something. We need to educate our friends and family, our kids. We need to be there, available. We need to uh, we need to seek God. And what does that mean? We just need to search the scriptures. We need to read. We need to pray. We need to talk to God and ask God to lead us and guide us. to what, what does God want me to do with my life? Yeah. When I'm not at work, because everyone works, you know, nine, most people work nine to five or part time or whatever it be, or you're in sports. I don't know, whatever your life consists of. But what does God want me to do with my life when I have some free time? Yeah, because we got to serve. And so, you know, we need to we need to put our, our faith into action. You know, if James talks about, you know, deeds without works, uh, yeah. faith without deeds is, is dead, is dead. Yeah, no we, value. We have to do because we have faith, because we have the Holy Spirit in us and God is in us. We do good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people, we if you have the God in you and the Holy Spirit in you, we got to go out and walk it out. We got to go do something. Put your faith into action and, and do something. Get involved with some kind of organization, some do-good organization or like a ministry or whatever. Like, 
get involved in the community, go and do, and you're going to see it is rewarding. Yeah. And you're going to run into all these stuff that we talk about on the radio show. You're going to come across these stories. You're going to come across it. You're going to see it's real. And guess what? You have Jesus Christ in you. So you're going to be able to, uh, to, to let them know that God loves them. He forgives them. He'll help them. Even if it wasn't their fault, yeah. there's restoration, there's healing. And, um, that's just that's that's basically what it's all about. We gotta put our faith into action because um, it, it's 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 just gonna continue to get more wild. Yeah. I mean, just in the last ten years, mm-hmm. the progression of things. Things are moving quick now. Things move so fast because of uh, social media. Yeah, I totally agree. Things move quick. I mean, you rem- I remember when that whole uh, um, the the whole transition of. Um, of Jenner, uh, uh, yeah, Chris Jenner, yeah, not Chris Jenner. I know Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner when he transitioned to Kate Jenner, yeah, Caitlyn, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner, yeah. Dude, think about that. That whole transition was moving so quick, and then boom, it hit, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then he had his own show, and then old news. Yep. And then what was next? Transgender. Then the transgender thing happened, and then the then the, you know what happened next is the. Uh, uh, queer queer gender or mm. the non-binary. So that means you identify as a man or a woman or both or none or something even beyond. So it's like the transgender kind of like that came in and then went out and then now now it's like the gender queer. Yep. So I'm just thinking like, what's, oh, oh, no, now it's pedophilia. Yeah. That's the new thing. Yeah. Well, it, Think about how fast those three things entered. And this quickly. is why it's so important. Now, it, and talk, tell them, let's talk about like just like to those that are listening right now, how, how do you prepare for this? How do you prepare for this new world that you're living in? Because it is, and it's rapidly changing. Um, God has given, brought you, and you have been born into this time of history for a purpose. Don't be blinded. Don't de- let the enemy blind you and get you caught up living a stale life, stagnant, and just caught up with a day in and day out life. Ask the Lord to give you vision. Pray, ask for God to give you love for this world, love for the people, these broken people. There are broken people all around you, like Ryan says. Like if you, you know, volunteered at schools or volunteered at different places or whatever, made yourself available to your community and to your neighbors, you will see that God will give you open doors of ministry. Um, But what do you need to do? Man, you need your thoughts shaped and molded into the things of the Lord. You cannot be molded and shaped by the world but you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind by God's word. Because everything that we're talking about here today, understand, if you're not going to be shaped and molded in the things of God, all of the stuff we're talking about is going to shape you and mold you in the world's image, and you'll be in agreement with it because it's going, it's so much pressure. It's so popular in our culture to be down for whatever. 100%. And you know what? These are exciting times to be living. We've talked about this all the time. I mean, think about this. I mean, Jesus talked about what the end times would be. And it was so interesting because we were talking about it. Jesus says they'll be like the days of Noah. Right. Well, think about this. The days of Noah. We have a couple minutes left. The things of Noah, what was going on? There was there was sin was running rampant. Yep. It said um, that they were eating and drinking and be, uh, giving in marriage. Like basically, they were disregarding what God had created marriage right. by. They had left that domain. There was a demonic realm that was infiltrating uh, the Big human time. culture. There was so much perversion. The Bible says that every thought of man's heart was continually 
Wicked. Wicked. Now think about this. Now, let's fast forward. Now we're sitting here in the point in time in 2008 in July. 18. What did I say? In 2008. That's when I got saved. 2018, we're sitting here and we go, man, you know, I remember the last 10 years I said, well, it's going to be like the days of Noah. Just from when I got saved in 2008 to 2018, the last 10 years, here we are. We're talking about pedophilia being accepted. We're talking about binary gender, which means you're maybe something out of this universe or maybe both or something beyond. You're talking about transgender. I mean, you're, the drugs are purer than ever. They're more accepted than ever. STDs that are all-time high, the news says, in America. Suicide is at all-time high. Depression's at an all-time high. Um, what else is at an all-time high? I mean, it's like, dude, I mean, it's crazy that, that we're even having these conversations. Mm. This is like the days of Noah. It might even be gnarlier. Yeah, no. Every all the writing is on the wall. This is not a day to be sleeping. This is a time to be like wake up for your redemption draws near. And also to not be the you know, Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be intoxicated with the things of the flesh. Be intoxicated by the things of the Lord. One hundred percent. So how do you do that right now, wherever you're at, you give your life to Jesus. You said, Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. I want the truth. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father God but through me. Jesus is the bridge. That's why he came out of eternity on a rescue mission to die for sinners, that anyone that believes that he died on the cross and he raised on the third day will be forgiven of all their sins, be washed white as snow, Every sin you've ever done will be removed from your life and it will be cast into the deepest part of the ocean or to the east or to the west and it will be brought up no more. You will never have to look back at your life because you're not going that direction. You're moving forward. And anyone that believes in Jesus Christ that he is the son of God will live forever. He will write your name in the book of life and you will have uh, eternity. You will be able to live forever. So when you take that last breath, because we all take our last breath sooner or later, you will live forever. But not only that, he will plant this Holy Spirit in you. You will be filled with your Holy Spirit. And then you will start living the life that you were created for. He'll start giving you your marching orders. He will show you the plan and the purpose that he created for you before the, before you even existed. Because God is eternal. He's outside of time. But he had your destiny and your plan written long ago. But it all comes down to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Not rules and regulations, but a relationship. You talk to him. He talks back. You read the Bible because the Bible is basic instructions before leaving the earth. That's what it stands for. The Bible is the living word of God. The Bible is the DNA of Jesus Christ. The Bible is our instruction manual. It is an instruct. It is it is basically uh, what is that one quote? It's a treasure map to God's greatest treasure, and that okay. is eternal life that God created for us. So the Bible will lead you to eternal life. So that's all I got to say. No, I love it, dude. Because right now, this that is now a call to action. Now everything that Ryan says now say, Lord, use my life. I I want to see. Life change all around me. You might say like, dude, I've been hurting. I've been jacked up. Yeah, except Christ, he'll start changing your heart. And just like me and Ryan, like you grow up with a, a crew that you love so much, you understand like we get caught up. And if we're real about ourselves, we're all hurting. The world around us is hurting. 
There is only one Savior. There is only one truth, and it is found in the things of the Lord. Man, we encourage you guys to continue to pray for this radio show. God has been doing amazing things, opening up many doors, and we want to reach as many people as possible in the days that we're living in. Contact us, thewhosoevers.com. We want to come to your high school. It doesn't matter where you're at in the planet Earth. We will come to you guys. We love you, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.